Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, the shame of it all. In the city of Bethlehem, a king is given the king of Israel, whose origins are from of old, of the ancient of days. Into the town of Bethlehem comes a king who will be for us, God with us, Emmanuel. But it's, it's so darn humiliating. The Almighty God put into human flesh, placed at the mercy of human parents, incarcerated into human faults and human frailties. I mean, really, is this any way for a self-respecting deity to act? A child, a helpless, insignificant little baby. God seems to have put himself at quite a disadvantage here. Being born of a young, obscure woman and some semi-skilled carpenter day laborer for a dad? His bed of feeding trough, how utterly shabby. This little one in the manger is supposed to rock the entire world. This little one wrapped in swaddling clothes is supposed to destroy the grip of sin. And today we hear how this baby is being forced to flee for his very life. Joseph and Mary leave the city and they leave the city and the surrounding area littered with the dead bodies of little boys. Their mothers weeping as Jesus is whisked off to safety into the land of Egypt. Completely dependent upon his parents to protect him. Here is your God. The weak. The disadvantaged and the helpless. Is God really so weak? It's tough to get around the discomfort of the first Sunday of Christmas. Sometimes we call this holy innocence. Because it's the celebration or the remembrance of the death of those innocents. Was God too weak to prevent this tragedy? The boys die, their mothers weep, and because of Jesus. It's an unpleasant image. In the middle of our Christmas season, it's a, a very hard slap to the face. A vivid reminder of the harshness of the real world. Bad stuff happens. Evil things happen. Our enemy continues to prowl around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Is God too weak? So soon after his birth, Jesus is already on the run. Satan is already seeking his blood. The dragon seeks to, to supplant God's gracious plan for life for his people. The joy of God become flesh. The happy picture of Christmas is quickly followed by the, the child jarred awake, bundled up against the night cold and whisked away out of the country. Is God too weak? The angel in Joseph's dream doesn't say, think about leaving. He says, get up. Right now. Take the child and his mother and flee. We're in danger. Oh, our mortal enemies usually don't have personal names like Herod, but they're just as dangerous. We Christians have got real enemies. 
real enemies of sin and doubt and heresy, the lies of the dragon that he continues to spout out every single day. On the day of and the day after Christmas, these were the shows that were on TV. The real Messiah. The real wise men. The real Bethlehem. The real Mary Magdalene. The real Christ. The scoffers were out in full force trying to tell the real story. A story that they've made up, by the way. You go to Barnes and Nobles, you can still pick up a, a book of the Da Vinci Code. A fanciful tale of a secret society that's preserved the real message of Jesus Christ that's been subverted for these 2,000 years. The Templar Revelation is a secret guardian society that guard the true identity and lineage of Jesus Christ. Beyond belief, which is basically just the Gospel of Thomas, which is the Gnostic rag... You can still pick up books called The Lost Books of the Bible. I've got a copy in my office. One of my favorite books. Lost Books of the Bible. Doesn't it sound so scandalous? They're not lost, by the way. They were discarded. But let's face it, who wants to read the collected writings of ancient heretics? But Lost Books of the Bible. Now you're on to something. Secret Society. Netflix over the, the Christmas holiday released a, a new, did y'all hear about this? They had a, a new show about Jesus with his gay partner Orlando or something like that. It's like, really? At Christmas you need to have this come out? I found, I, I saw a, an article the other day, this was yesterday on uh, one of the news programs that the, the place that had, the, the house that put this out in Rio had been firebombed. I don't believe it. I figure they probably bombed themselves. They put out this, this horrible thing. They expected this huge reaction from the American Christendom. We largely ignored it. And they went, well, that's not what we were looking for. Somebody set a fire out front. Maybe we can get some publicity. Our enemies are still out there. Lying about Christ. Lying about us. First Timothy, or 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse, verse 1. In the presence of God and Jesus Christ, who is the judge of the living and the dead, in the view of his appearing in his kingdom, I solemnly urge you, proclaim the message. Be persistent. Whether the time is favorable or unfavorable, Convince, rebuke, and encourage with the utmost patience in teaching. For the time is coming when people not put up with sound doctrine. They will have itching ears. They will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own desires. They will turn away from listening to the truth and wander away into myth. Twenty years ago I read that and thought it couldn't possibly happen. And now I find ourselves in the modern era and go, wow. <laughs> Prophetic. People wander away into myths and into secrets. They will not put up with sound doctrine. They want secrets. They want something different. Something naughty. Something to, to, to tickle their itching little ear. Is our God so weak compared to the lies that are spoken against Him? Jesus gives us life with God. 
Make no mistake, God is at work for your good, even in the middle of perceived weakness, even in the middle of perceived disadvantages, even in the middle of perceived humiliation. First Peter chapter four, verse 16. Do not be ashamed, but praise the God of whose name you bear. Like the rest of the world, and even at times in the church, Herod is figured out how to be religious and spiritual without having Christ. Sort of amazing the number of people who have figured this out. Very spiritual people. Just no room for a Messiah. Herod sounds so convincing when he talks to the Magi in Matthew chapter 2 verse 8. Go and search diligently for the child and when you find him, bring him back word to me that I may too go and pay him homage. Herod wants to go to church. Herod wants to worship the Christ child. and Herod wants to be spiritual. He wants the Magi to come back and see him to be with you and the rest of everybody on this, this holy sacred time. To bow down and show reverence unto Christ. We know that Herod wanted no such thing. Herod wants to remove the threat that Christ represents. And he believes he has the power to do it. And we too can find Christ to be a threat to what we want for our own lives. We lay plans. We have desires for ourselves. There's a temptation to live our lives apart from God. To do what we want to do. To separate our lives from the word of God. And we too think that every once in a while. That we can ignore God's word. Ignore God's law. And just sort of treat it as a helpful suggestion. From an outdated historical mishmah. God is after all so weak and fragile that he has to run for his life from the likes of Herod. But poor Herod's not the victim of some conspiracy to rob him of his crown. God's plan to deliver the world from sin and doubt and death and satanic lies. We see how this little baby Jesus, while even still in a manger, fills Herod with fear. Look at how he reacts to the gift of a Savior. This baby's probably not so weak after all, is it? He causes such a strong and an evil reaction. Herod plots to kill all the boys that he might somehow get the Christ. But even in the tragedy of the murder of the innocents, God is not absent. In the midst of the seeming weakness and real death and destruction, the Father has sent His Son to work out our salvation. Despite appearances to the contrary, God is not too weak to save His people. He delivered His people from the days of old by actions and with the promise of God. He heard their cries as they cried out in slavery in Egypt. He comforted their mourning when they were led in the Babylonian exile. God delivers you now in Christ. Strong. Herod lost a battle with this weak Christ child who lives. Out of Egypt, the father has called his son to fulfill what he had given him to do. To be God with us. And He is the hope of our future. Jeremiah 31, they shall come back to the land of the enemy. Jeremiah 31, 7, there is hope for your future. Your child shall come back. This Christ 
too weak as one. His death and his resurrection were God's. Herod wasn't resurrected. Herod doesn't come back from death. Jesus does. Things that appear to be so weak. A little child fleeing in the night from a tyrant. A single man dying on a cross. A dying God has the power of the salvation of our sins. Trust in God. Though he is forever disadvantaged in this day, and people would prefer secrets rather than truth, Christ has no secrets for them. It's easy to reject the way of Christ. A baby as God-man, preaching of the Word of God, mere words out of a mere man, and baptism, a ceremonial washing of water, the absolution pronounced by one who needs it just as much as everybody else, and communion, the simple eating and drinking, and yet God is not weak. This is merely the appearance of your God in weak things. What your God does. God comforts you. He forgives you. And this is not weak. By the very power of God to save. This weakness is stronger than the strength of ten men. Stronger than the strength of kings. Stronger than the gates of hell itself. This weakness is stronger than anything that is known unto man. You are not left alone. Not left to your own despair. Not left in heartache or doubt or death. But like he brings you through death into life. The Colic for Holy Innocence says, Wicked death of innocent children has given us a picture of the death of Jesus, of God's beloved Son. Their horrible death contained a picture of another future death. And includes a glorious resurrection. And so Jesus is delivered to you now at this altar. The son that the father called out of Egypt. Has been called here. Our Emmanuel. God with us. Strong to save. In Jesus name. Amen.